Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. Some talk shows think all of their opinions are right. This one, this one knows they are. This is Perception is Reality. Christopher H. Bilbury is a no-nonsense, well, maybe a little bit of nonsense, political activist, local government watchdog, and all-around good Hoosier and God-fearing American citizen. Is this guy for real? Holding lawmakers accountable and educating citizens on the importance of participating in their local government with a dab of national and world politics and a little pop culture and maybe some real-life common sense. This, this is, is Perception is Reality. And this is Christopher H. Bilbury. Good day, everyone. Thank you, and you, and you, and you over there, and you in the back. Hey, yeah, you. You in the car right now. Thank you. And you. And you in the shower listening to this. And you, Robert, over there. Thank you. Thank you all for being here today. Whenever today is that you're listening, this episode is being recorded on Saturday, July 13th, 2019. But... The beauty of all of this is, folks, that you can be listening to this any time and any place that you want to. And this being our 21st episode, I want to say thank you very, very much for everybody sharing this and listening. So, how's everybody doing? I hope you're doing fine. Everything is well here. We're kind of in a weird spot as not a whole lot's going on. I've got a lot of irons in the fire, but not a lot is happening, and we're just kind of in a holding pattern at the moment. And uh, every now and then, that's okay. I mean, the thing is, in this business, in this game, or in politics, community government, local community government, you're not going to have big, crazy things happening all the time. And I guess that's kind of the point. You know, the hope and dream would be that things calm down and that craziness isn't happening constantly. And some kind of fight and some kind of drama always happening every day and people going on and on and on about it. The point is to have everything running smoothly. And then I guess this podcast would be about the community events and things that were going on and how lovely everything was and how wonderful our elected officials were behaving and all of the greatness that was occurring. But since that's not happening, we're still here and you're still listening and the audience is growing I want to thank you very, very, very much. I want to tell you a quick story before we get into tonight's brief episode. Uh, We'll cover all that here in a minute. But the hosting site, our home address that you're listening to this on, however you're listening, whether it's Google Podcast or Apple Podcast or iHeart or SoundCloud or however, my home station, which you all know by now, is perception.fireside.fm. 
And recently, they sent out a notice to everybody saying that they were changing the way that they counted listens and downloads and meaning the way that they give us back our metrics, letting us know how many people's listening to the show. And they said that they were going to be really conservative. And so they went into a whole bunch of technical mumbo jumbo that I'm not going to go into. But they said that they were going to be really working to really pinpoint when somebody listens, when they listen to 40 minutes of a 60-minute show or 20% of a 100% show or, you know, letting us know what was going on. So, like, if you're on your computer at home, your laptop or whatever, going through your IP address or your cell phone and you listen to the show and then you went back a day later and listened to the show again, in the past, not always, but it might have counted that as two listens even though it was coming from the same IP address. Now, that didn't always happen, but there were some bugs. So this new way that they have set up stops that. So if you download the show and listen to it more than one time, it just counts that as one listener, which is what I want, and I think that's better. And so that metrics has changed a bit, and they're going to be more conservative But what that means is, on the back end, it might look as though less people are listening. And I talked to a few people that were kind of freaking out. And they were saying, oh my god, it's going to look as though our listeners are way dropping off. But I'm happy to tell you that since that announcement, my listenership has actually increased. And that's all because of you. Uh, You know, I put the work in, I do the research... I talk about all this crap, I take the heat, I edit it, put it together, put the artwork into it, put it up, share it, but you all listen, and you all share it, so thank you all, you deserve a very, very big round of applause for all that you do. Okay, well, thank you for that, and continue sharing. Obviously, it's working. And for those that might be new, of course, we're on all of your favorite podcast hosting sites, and we'll always be at the home station of perception.fireside.fm. Perception. Perception. Perception is is reality. Reality. All right, folks. Well, tonight's 21st episode is called Nothing. A quiet before the storm. So let's talk about what happens when nothing happens. As I stated at the beginning of this show, you know, sometimes nothing is happening and we're in the valley or the period of quiet. And, you know, the dream is. Like I said, that one day we won't have to do all of this and there won't be a need for 
the quote-unquote investigative journalist looking into the official or looking into the candidate. And the hope is we'll have candidates that are good and that are clean and that they want the best for the community rather than themselves or their friends and that the officials that are in office are doing their level best to make the community that they represent and work for and work in the very best that it can be. That's the dream. And when that happens, you know, this won't really be necessary. It would be more a show to talk about how wonderful everything is. But of course, we're not there yet. And so as of now, you know, uh, we're in a situation where we have to look into what's going on. We have to be observant. We have to pay attention. We have to be engaged and ask questions and demand answers and file records requests. And we have to communicate, you know, that whole better government through citizen involvement. It means it takes involvement from us, from you, from me, from everybody in between. And so that happens. But even in war, even in battle, sometimes nothing's happening. And so you have to use those times to regroup. You have to use those times to kind of chill out. You have to be able to pull back and not just go 100% because when you do have to go, you need to give 110%. And so I want to talk about the importance of knowing when to let off the gas a little bit. And I want to use this time as a teaching tool that I think a lot of people overlook when they're dealing in the political arena where it's just 100%, 100% of the time. And, you know, I, I understand the, the thinking there, but you can burn yourself out and you can definitely burn others out. So there is importance in the quiet and there is relevance when it's silent and nothing is happening but what's the show about it's about nothing but it very well could likely mean that it's just the calm before the storm and so I just want to make sure that everybody knows that when we're going out and we're engaging our officials and we're asking questions it's important for everyone to have downtime and to get away. Now, I know that people are going to be like, no, you don't ever do anything but this. But that's not true. I want to make sure that people understand. I have about 35 minutes in the car each day to work and then 35 minutes back from work. And that roughly equates to seven hours a week. So I'm able to formulate a lot of my questions, a lot of my thoughts, do a lot of thinking during that time. And then I have a lot of downtime, various time at work that I'm able to do different things as far as plotting out questions or what I'm going to do or say. And so 
I'm active in this, and I, I also am not just focusing on my home community. Because of the journalism aspect of this, and because of the podcast, and because it's a hobby and something that I love very immensely, I focus on a larger area, which causes me to be involved more than what I'm asking any of you to be. Yeah, if you want to do that, great. But nobody has to do that. Here's all I'm wanting you to do is focus on your community, focus on an office, or focus on a meeting, or focus on an issue, and be the best that you can be there and offer your knowledge in that area and your expertise and your understanding to others around you. We should be able to share the responsibility of engaging our officials. But it's important to understand that you don't always have to be fighting. There is a lot to learn from the silence. You know, if I am am going up against a corrupt government and I have records that I'm requesting and I have opinion pieces out or a podcast episode and then I sit back. They don't know what I'm doing. They don't know what I'm thinking. They don't know what's coming next. And so a lot of times they'll make the first move. A lot of times I equate this to chess and it's they make a move, you make a move, I make a move, you make a move, I make a move, you know, that type of deal. And you always want to try to be two or three moves ahead. And I have lucked out in all of my situations to be able to be in that position And that comes with knowledge and understanding of what's going on, who's involved, what they can do, what they can't do. And then it's also important to know that you sometimes can sit back and wait. And in those down, quiet times, it doesn't mean, you know, it's still not happening. It doesn't mean that you're not doing anything. It just means that you're regrouping. And so it's important that people know that. I've been getting a couple phone calls uh, as of late, people saying, well, what's happening? What's going on? You know, I've not heard this or I've not heard that. And I'm like, yeah, it's all still happening. I'm just not posting. Right now, I am in the middle of digging up information on several different areas of interest in many different areas of the government in several different communities. I've got things that I'm working on in Winchester. I've got things that I'm working on in Muncie. I have things that I'm working on in Gaston and in Union City. And I'm starting to pay a little bit more attention to what's going on in Indianapolis and of course, hell, now we're not even through this election, but we're we're gearing up for the Indiana state, the govern, governor's race next year. And so I'm starting to pay attention to who's talking about that and the rumblings that's going on there. But on a more local level, back to what's happening in the communities... 
I'm in a situation right now where I'm taking on some longer term investigations, getting information, and I have to wait. And so it doesn't mean that nothing's happening or that there's no action. It just means that we're in a holding pattern. Now, I do want to tell everybody that I specifically feel in this quiet nothing period, this quiet time or whatever, that it feels like the calm before the storm. Because from what I'm seeing... I feel like in the next coming weeks, there's going to be a lot happening. And so, I want to make sure that I hit upon this and we really cover this because you have to understand that there are things that can happen and that will happen when you're going up against officials and candidates and that once the ball gets rolling, you can't stop it. And so you just have to be aware and cognizant of the fact that there are times where things that you might initiate Questions that you might ask or things of that nature might get started, but then you might not have control of where it goes or you might not have control of stopping it. And that's important to understand because, listen, my goal here is for that each and every government in the cities that I love and care about, but that any government that's out there where you as a listener might live, Anderson, someplace in California, in Texas, in Oklahoma, in Michigan, those cities where listeners are at, my goal, my hope is that you're able to make a difference and make a change to make things better. But in doing that, you do have to get the bad people out of the way. And I want to make it clear, sometimes there's just people that aren't good at government and should not be elected. And sometimes it just takes voting them out. And sometimes you have good people who have done good things, but they do a bad thing. And then you have to make the decision. You know, everybody should get a second chance. Everybody is, you know, everything's can be forgivable, but you've got to look at what the scenario is on a case-by-case basis. But you have to look at what needs to be done and what should be done. And then there are are times when the thing that happens is so egregious that it might result in criminal charges, that it might really be bad. And I want to make sure that we're aware that we are talking about 
money, people's money or livelihoods. I mean, being the mayor of a community is a job that you get paid for. And, you know, when somebody is the mayor and then gets taken out of being the mayor, or when somebody gets extra cash as a side hustle being a council member, and then you take that away and their insurance, that that can be a pretty major thing. Now, if I'm at McDonald's and I have bad service, or if I'm at Olive Garden and I have bad service and I complain or you complain and somebody gets fired, that sucks. I hate that. You know, I don't want anybody to lose their job. But when you're talking about public officials, police, fire, EMS, city council, county council, county commissioners, mayor, they work for you. They're getting paid off the public dollar and there isn't room for piss poor work or there isn't room for nonsense and so I don't feel badly when I come out against an official saying here's what they've done here's what they've been doing and this is why you should unelect them. I take pride in pointing out the good things about officials and helping get folks elected, and I take pride in exposing the dirt and getting bad people or bad officials rather out of office. And so that's something that we should all do. The more bad officials and bad candidates that we get rid of is better because it allows room for more good officials and good candidates to run for those jobs. And so you just have to know that I'm trying to walk around the fact that something is coming. And I'm using this podcast that you could be listening at any given day or time over the next couple weeks. And if you're listening to this in the future, meaning sometime past November of 2019, then first and foremost, God bless you. This is probably not one of my better episodes that people will come back to. And there's not a whole lot of knowledge in this episode to impart to make you understand how to better your government in your area. But the point of this episode is I wanted to produce something. I didn't want to just not have an episode out because you guys come back and listen And I wanted to take this time to give you something. But nothing really is happening right now because we're waiting on actual hard evidence of a few things that I've recently been looking into. When it hits, it's going to be big. And so, you know, I just, I, I for one am happy that 
Nothing crazy's really happened in the last two days because it's given me a chance to recuperate and just kind of relax and not do anything because it's getting ready to get crazy. The actual official fall 2019 general election season is getting ready to kick off here in just about a week at the Democrat and Republican nights at the Delaware County Fair. And even though that has nothing to do with Randolph County or Indianapolis, you know, the end of July is basically the official kickoff of the campaign season for the fall general election. And so it's getting ready to pick up. Just that alone is going to be crazy. I'm going to be trying to do some interviews with candidates and getting you information again in the fall. So that'll keep me busy and it'll keep all of you busy. Your goal this season is to spread the word about your officials, to let people know who you support, to let people know who you don't support, and to spread this show to as many people as you possibly can. Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilberry at perception.fireside.fm or search Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilberry on Google and you will find the show. And people can find the show. And we need to get that word out. That's your goal this fall. To know your candidates and to get out and vote. Voters registration is currently open. And so you can always go to www.indianavoters.com. That's www.indianavoters.com. Get people registered that you know aren't registered and get them to vote. Early voting will start in October. So there's like 28 days where you can vote. And we need to make sure that we have a good turnout because we had a shitty turnout in May. And that's unacceptable. So we really need to fix that. And so in tonight's episode, I just wanted to take this time while nothing was happening to first let you know it's okay when nothing's happening. That's good. You're able to rest and relax and you don't have to be just constantly pushing it out there. So, when you're engaging, look for the quiet times and take comfort in those times. But besides that, understand that sometimes the quiet can mean the shit is getting ready to hit the fan. And I just want to tell you in this situation right now, At this point in July, at this point in what's happening throughout East Central Indiana, through some of the areas I'm looking at, it's getting ready to hit the fan. And so I'm going to ask you, my listeners, supporters, friends, fans, whatever you want to call any of you, to really be there. And we're going to have to be a team. And I'm not expecting all of you to follow or believe the way that I believe 100% of the way. But I'm going to lay out the facts as I have them and understand I'm going to tell you the truth of the matter. 
I'm going to give you the honest, factual information. I'm going to tell you as a commentator, as an analyst, as an investigative journalist, as someone who's been in and around and involved with politics for 30-some years, I'm going to tell you what my opinion of those facts are, what I feel they mean, and then I'm going to tell you what I think that you should do with them, and then it will be up to you to make the call on what to do. Now, I will tell you this. My focus is on only the officials of the communities that I'm focusing on, the people that are elected to do right by us, whether we like or support them, or whether they like what we say, or whether they agree with what we say, or whether we're opponents of them or not, has nothing to do with it. They're elected as an elected official to represent everyone, not just the folks that voted for them. And so my focus is on them and any of them that are doing bad or have done bad or that are continuing to do bad. And then, of course, anyone who is some kind of an official that is doing bad or breaking the law in a way that is totally egregious against the code of moral conduct or, of course, against the law, but that's just absolutely out of the way and the norms of how they should be doing things, then that's a problem and you should be brought to light. And so I just want everyone to know I am very supportive of and very thankful for all people that serve. I'm thankful for the men and women in the military. I'm thankful for the men and women who are police officers and firefighters and EMS. As well as, I'm thankful for the men and women who sign up to run for office. I'm thankful for candidates. I'm thankful for those that serve. However, that does not mean those that serve that are doing wrong, that are corrupt, that are bad, that are trying to silence citizens, that are trying to make sure that they are insulated from ever having to be held accountable that are not willing to be transparent, that aren't willing to communicate in truthful ways, you don't get a pass. And here's the bottom line. I'm coming after you. If you're an official and you've been corrupt or dirty or done wrong, I'm coming after you. If you're a candidate running for office and you're bad and what you're doing is not good and what you stand for is not good, I'm going to do what I can to make sure that you're not in office. And if you're in office and you're one of those people, then you probably don't like hearing that. And if you support a candidate or an official that is bad, you probably don't like hearing me say this. But... We're out here, me, myself, this show, the producers of this show, 
and the listeners, my friends, the supporters, the fans, whatever you want to call them, we are out here, citizens who are engaged in every community, and we are saying no more. And so it might be silent right now, and nothing might be happening. But I can tell you, brothers and sisters, that this is the calm before the storm. Well, that's just about going to do it for us for this episode, this show about nothing. Episode number 21 of Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. I've titled Nothing, A Quiet Before the Storm. I I really just wanted to come on and talk with you all because, number one, it was Saturday, and so I needed to do an episode, but I didn't really have any major points or any major thing to cover with you or to talk to you about or any major fights or revelations to give you in any of the areas that I'm focusing on, and I didn't have any major words of wisdom to give you in your fight for your community. And I got to thinking, though, quiet and nothing and calming down is something that people need to know. Even in the world of politics and engaging your officials and questioning the candidates, it's okay to step back, step away, turn off, unplug, and tune out for a bit and recharge your body, your mind, and your soul to take care of yourself and your family and your loved ones and your friends and to say, you know what? I'm not going to comment on this post. I'm not going to comment on this statement. I don't care about reading this newspaper and I'm going to just step away for a moment. And that's why it's important that we have groups of citizens. We have this platform. I consider this a family that we're able to communicate. And I help provide information. You all help provide me information. We bring people in. Because then we're able to say, you know what? I'm going to take a break for a moment. I trust that you guys have this. And when I get back, you can fill me in, and I'll be ready to go, and uh, we'll see what we can do from that point. Good luck, uh, have fun, be safe, and I'll be back. And that's kind of, you know, that's good to do, and it's good to do periodically, specifically in politics and in dealing with the government, because... You know, they're there, and they have the full power and money and budgets to do their deal, and they're campaigning and raising money, and we are just citizens. It's kind of like, you know, David and Goliath. That's why that is always used when detailing citizens' fight against the government, because it's us piddly old little David going up against Goliath. And I'll tell you, 
I probably don't have to remind you what happened there, but it is good every now and then to step away and to uh, take care of yourself and relax. And so don't be weirded out. Don't be afraid of the silence, of the nothing, of the downtime. Take it and look at it as a blessing and use it and prepare for what comes next. And understand, a lot of times, it means something is coming next. And so I wanted to just go over that with you. And then I wanted to take the opportunity to tell you that, specifically in this case, yes, something is coming next. Uh, It's going to be big, and you're going to be here, and I'm going to be here to fill you all in. And I look forward to doing it. I want to give a quick shout out to my producers, Kate and Niles Thornburg. Thank you for everything. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, more collaboration. And I want to thank all of you for listening and for sharing this with people that you know and love and trust. And I want to say continue doing that. Continue getting a hold of me. Continue messaging me, asking questions, giving information. Uh, as the end of the show always gives all my information, but I like to do it just in case you tune out before you get there. You can hit me up on email at khbilbury at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Facebook at Christopher H. Bilbury. Or you can call or text the show always at 765 765- I just want to say it's been a pleasure talking with you. I hope you enjoy this episode. We've got a couple big things in store. I've got a couple interviews that I'm working on lining up. And we're getting ready to kick off the 2019 fall general election season. And boy, it's going to be a big one. The biggest yet. So until next time, for those of us here at Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, I want to say thank you for listening. Continue sharing the show, helping us build the audience. We're doing really well in that area. So thank you very much for that. And as always... Be safe, take care of one another, take care of yourself, God bless, and I'm looking forward to talking to you real soon as big things are on the horizon. Adios! Perception. Perception is reality. Reality. Perception is reality. You've been listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey. Bilbrey. Tune in, like, and subscribe at perception.fireside.fm. Hook up on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Bilbrey318 and on Twitter at PISRBilbrey. Email khbilbrey at gmail.com. Or get off your butt and call the show at 765-546-9796. Till next time, remember, perception Perception is is reality. reality. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement.